We're gonna talk about yeah. romance. We're gonna get, we're gonna get some romance on, on Amazon. You wanna get some romance on Amazon? Oh, you wanna yeah. get into Walmart? You wanna get in Target? What I you wanna do? I wanna get the candies. Let's get the candies. I wanna get the candies. I want her chocolate. Oh my god. And get some get some flowers. Oh my god. Oh, and then we'll get some fancy jewelry. Oh my god. And it'll make everybody happy. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Welcome to another episode of the Itchy Sweater Podcast. We are your humble servants, St. Augustine and St. Valentine. Yeah, that's right. We're saints today. The way we act and on these episodes, (laughs) I don't know about that, but... (laughs) Well, just for for today. Oh, okay. So, um, I know you love your wife. And the reason I know you love your wife is because uh, we I offered you over a trillion dollars <laughs> to kill your wife. And you said, you gave me a bunch of stipulations. You were like, oh, can I, can I have a mistress or, and kill her? Can I you know, find somebody else to do it? Uh, I don't know. No, I'm not going to do it. So I know you love your wife. I do. I do. I very Absolutely. much do. And I love my partners as well. And I just, today we're going to talk about love. Let's talk about love. But not just love. We're going to talk about Valentine's Day. Yeah. And not just Valentine's Day. We're going to talk about the true origins of Valentine's Day. I'm very curious about this. I really am. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of different videos and articles on Valentine's Day. There are some things that go a little deeper than others. There are some videos that kind of hit surface level. I was going to... You sent me an article yeah. a little while ago, yeah. and that one goes very deep, and yes. I liked it. But at the same time, I think it would be cool to do like a little video format okay. and then have someone kind of discuss some of the origins of Valentine's Day, and then we, we discuss those as well. Our thoughts and our thoughts and prayers, prayers, and all that. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, Valentine's Day as a day is that something that you're really into at all? Do you really touch on it, celebrate it, do anything? Does, does Kayla want things on Valentine's Day, or or is she the type of person who says I don't want things but does want things? Okay. <laughs> yes, Kayla wants things on Valentine's Day, but there's a reason. Mm-hmm. That is her birthday. Oh, that's right. You said that. Yeah. Yeah. It's my dad's birthday as well. Yes. Yep. So, uh, so this is but, like it's like kind of a flip flop. Yeah, <laughs> but she doesn't want. She, it's hard to say because when we first got together, mm-hmm. I would go get her stuff. Like, uh, she liked, she really liked uh, the big like chain dangly uh, purses and stuff back in oh, the okay. day, like the gaudy like flashy purses mm. and stuff. So me being me, I was like, oh well, Bass Pro's got cool purses i went i went there and i got her a nice one it had camo on it i was like oh this is pretty cool i think she'll like it um you know i would do that or there was one time where i got her like everything she liked like her favorite snack her favorite food her favorite drinks and i kind of put it on the table and then when she got there she's like oh my god but really, it, it, she's not a give me Valentine's Day person. Okay. She's give me, uh, she was give me stuff for my birthday person. Now she's like, I just want to spend time with the family and I don't really care what I get. Makes sense. Kind of person. So. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. My partners are a little bit more whatever about it. Um, it's my dad's birthday, so... Uh, obviously, my dad doesn't live here, but it's a little different. So, but my partners don't really care um, when it comes to Valentine's Day things. Like, yeah. if we want to do something for Valentine's Day, then we'll sure you know it's not a big deal. But 
it's it's whatever. It doesn't really matter. But, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how we are on about it. But let's let us let us discuss. And this lovely gentleman uh, will uh, talk to us about the, uh, as he says, the messed up origins of Valentine's Day. I'm. You excited? Yeah. Now, before you do it, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on Valentine's Day? My thoughts on Valentine's Day is just kind of meh. Like, I, I think it's just a, it's like most holidays. It's just a holiday where people can spend money and. So it's a, it's a. Uh, it's a, a consumer A consumer controlled holiday. Yeah. Just like, I mean, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas have all become. Yeah. Uh, Cinco de Mayo, which Mexicans don't even celebrate. <laughs> I mean. It just uh, literally means 5th of May. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shit, even 4th of July, like. Everything's come so consumer based. It's, I feel like most holidays are kind of out of touch mm-hmm. with what they actually used to be. Oh, for sure. And e- e- even with that, like there's a lot of holidays that have pagan origins, and that we've even watered down from that yeah. because obviously we're not like you know sacrificing virgins or anything like yeah. that. <laughs> well, I mean, ha- Halloween was even Halloween. Yeah, ha- Halloween's big. Like, it's insane. like insane. Yeah, big time into paganism and witchcraft and stuff like that. So it's and, like, and now it's now it's just dress up, get candy. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's pretty insane. And even Fourth of July, like the I, I remember going. Maybe it was just the kid in me. I'm not sure, but I remember when I was younger, uh, even to my teenage years, like we would go downtown Indianapolis and they had the fireworks show. And I remember the fireworks, like, the first few years I remember seeing them, they were, like, it was wild. Like, the, the firework display had all these crazy shapes and colors and all kind of stuff like that. And then the last one I went to before I moved was very mid. It Like, you had the music playing, but it it was just, it, it was like, eh, it wasn't that big of a deal. I want to say growing up, I don't really remember f- before we moved to merced but once we got to merced shout out merced no, don't don't do that don't shout out <laughs> stop that right now you know we don't shout them out they put themselves in their own situation that's true um i mean yeah you would see all the sparklers and stuff the little ones that you light and they spin real fast on yeah. the on the ground and like the pop the yeah pop the things. poppers yeah uh, a lot of the uh sparklers stuff like that yeah you'd see a lot of those Roman candles uh, yeah unless you went to uh i mean i think the the fairgrounds had a display and then you you know you would have all your people doing them illegally yeah uh around the town but when we got back to mariposa shout out mariposa (laughs) (laughs) you gotta shout out mariposa it never gets old (laughs) (coughs) uh when we got there, there was a few years where they were just still doing it. They were doing the fireworks shows. It ended up getting to the point where it was so dry out there that they weren't doing it. Oh, and, understandably so. And they ended up doing... What was it? We didn't go to it, but... It was like in August or, something was, or September. No, <laughs> they ended up doing a a laser show. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> And so the next best place to go was uh, uh, Bass Lake, which mm. was over in Oakhurst. I, I love Bass Lake and Oakhurst. And they would do it off this this random little island that was in the middle of the lake. So, I mean, not big. Oh, that's cool. It was right there in the middle. Everybody watched it. It was cool. You know, not too close to the shores or anything. They ended up doing laser shows and drone shows out there instead of fireworks. Mm-hmm. 
and nobody likes them. <laughs> Can you imagine coming like like just being on the water and not being aware of that, and then you just see like a laser show on the eye? You're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> it's Star Wars. <laughs> it's happening. What are we doing it's here? Ha- <laughs> Honey, get the guns. Get the guns. <laughs> Shoot them. <laughs> Like, they've taken over that, that guy on uh, Swamp People. Yeah, shoot him, Elizabeth. Shoot him. <laughs> shoot him. It's just funny because a lot of the people that go out there on their boats, oh out yeah, there are like that guy. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent, absolutely. What in God's like those, name like those, is that? Those Florida Gators, hunt, Gator hunters, and those shoot yeah, Mississippi boat. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah, that's Man, a fan boat people, baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> But anyway, we would uh, listen to this video about the uh, so-called messed up origins of Valentine's Day. And then we will give us we will give our take on it because obviously our take is the only one that really matters. This guy yeah, doesn't matter. No. And John, we, John Solo is just providing us information. He, he's just yeah. Oh, yeah. John Solo. He's given us just what his. Oh, he's he's even got merch. He's got a he's got a solo cup. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say he, that's a it's pretty cool. That's infringement, isn't it? Or well, Brandon, brand infringement. That looks like the same. Maybe. We won't report them this time. We'll get to them next time. When uh, Liquid Death sponsors us, then we're going to go after people for copyright infringement. Shout Shout out out Liquid Death. Death. So when we get that Liquid Death money, then we're going to take people out like We're going to take these people people like this out. His days are numbered. You understand me? As much as Liquid Death hates us, you know, we (laughs) shout them out a lot. I wish they even knew about (laughs) it. They are completely, we are completely irrelevant to Liquid Death. They don't even know about us. Who? Yeah. Who are these peons? <laughs> if anything, we're giving them free advertisement. We really are. <laughs> murder, murder your thirst. Murder your thirst. <laughs> but uh, John Solo will explain to us the messed up origins of Valentine's Day. Give it, Mr. Solo. Now, the messed up origins of Valentine's Day. So what Roman tradition is Valentine's Day supposedly inspired by? A certain festival held every year called Lupercalia, also known as Dies Februatis, which means the purification. It's also where we get the name of February. Lupercalia was a day to honor Lupercus, the god of fertility. And I can already see the connections forming in your brain. You think that because Lupercalia honored a fertility god, then its evolution to a romantic holiday where tons of babies are made seems pretty reasonable. But stay with me, because originally the fertility that Lupercal presided over only applied to livestock. Yeah, this was a festival for shepherds, not lovers. It took place every year on February 14th in the Lupercal, a cave where Romulus and Remus, the founders of Rome, were nurtured by the she-wolf and watched over by the god Lupercus. Now... I want to say something. <laughs> a lot of the, the in in the first, I did, this is kind of my first watch through of this video, and at first I thought he was talking about like how sheep herders would like make love to their livestock. That's kind of where I thought wow. I, I thought that's where he was going with it, but that's that's not where he was that's, going with it. That's definitely <laughs> not where I was thinking was going. <laughs> now, the the the, fun, the funny thing about these these holidays a lot of these holidays is uh, it's usually coming from a society that had multiple gods and it's always been kind of weird to me how any other religion like whether it's christianity buddhism christian or, or um, catholicism stuff like that uh-huh. it's, it's kind of funny how they pick up on these holidays and even to a degree use the holidays for a sermon sometimes like they'll even use the holiday like as to like further a point dr- that was being driven home, okay. which I get. But it's always yeah. kind of funny because it's like 
you know, Google to an extent is free. <laughs> to an extent, and I for feel sure. like if I was a preacher of any religion, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't bring up a pagan religion when I'm trying to talk about one true God. If that was my very true thing, and it's all and it's also funny too. A lot a lot of these have origins of like little. Uh, uh, was it cherubs or babies or and these two babies are like in this cave with this big ass wolf and it's like <laughs> these are very interesting stories <laughs> what what was the dude's name luber luber oh, it's luber the god Lupercus. i honestly thought he was saying luber because mm. i'm like where where am i what am i thinking of right now it's and like when people thinking, say tupperware and it's tupperware yeah <laughs> well i i was i was thinking okay maybe Maybe that's where they got like Luberderm or Lube or <laughs> whatever was because of the god. And I'm, yeah. I'm trying to figure out, you know, because it's got the romantic holiday and I'm trying to pinpoint everything together. Yeah. This is not working well for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Let's continue uh, the, the, about the god Lubricus. People would gather there to sacrifice goats and young dogs to Lupercus, animals that were known for their fertility, and in exchange, their livestock would be blessed with a fertile season. I feel like I would use rabbits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they were, those were plentiful in Rome at the time, but if I'm, think, if I'm thinking about fertility, I'm thinking about... You're thinking about thinking rabbits. About rabbits. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the way they multiply, but... Or cockroaches. Any cockroaches in Rome? Do you think there's any cockroaches in Rome? Are they bigger or I'm going to say no. No cockroaches in Rome. Wow, we need to go to Rome. None. After the sacrifices were all made, two young men would be led to the vat of animal blood where they touched their foreheads with a sword that was dipped in the blood. After which, the men were supposed to burst out laughing, though we're not sure why. Wait, what? what, 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 Hold hold on, what? I don't don't like that we're not sure why. What did that just say? (laughs) They take... They take a, uh, after the sacrifice was made, they take a sword, dip the sword in the blood, they tap the blood to their forehead, and after the, they tap the blood to their forehead, they're supposed to burst out laughing. He said, we're not sure why. That makes me more uncomfortable that we don't know what why. The, fuck? The, the fact that we don't know why. But... Why don't we know? <laughs> why don't we know? The tradition is tradition. There, you know, it's, it's it's a ritual. They do the thing. Okay, but why but, are they laughing? Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Get it. Get it. Get it. Tasty. No, 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 no. Burst out laughing. <laughs> and, and I won't tell you why. <laughs> so that coffee bean does too. Yeah, so did my main concern is, is okay yeah it's the ritual rituals by all means whatever you're gonna do them mm-hmm. okay i get it you sacrifice something in the ritual it it happens but to tap the sword on your forehead yeah after you've dipped it in blood and burst immediately out burst laughing. out laughing that's where i'm like wait a minute what the hell are we yeah. doing now what, we need more research on what that. does this have to do <laughs> With the fact that Valentine's Day is a loving day or a loving holiday. <laughs> That's it's what he's saying. freaking me this, out, this man. This is what he's saying. It's the best of origins, man. We've been lied to. I don't get this. We've been lied to. <laughs> Another common festival tradition outside of copious amounts of binging on food and alcohol was half-naked men draping themselves in the skin of these sacrificed animals to mirror the god Lupercus's appearance and using strips of animal skin to whack passers-by. Not something I... Whack? Where are we whacking? Are we slapping me? What? <laughs> just hitting citizens. Hey, look, I just killed this. With animal this, skins. This, uh, what did we say? <laughs> what what animal were we sacrificing? Uh, goats. Goats. Yeah. I, I just 
kill this goat. Let me smack yeah, you with it. Smacking people with Randomly it. Randomly smacking people? I feel like there was blood everywhere. Because there they're, had to they're, be. Because they're not cleaning these animals like we clean them today. No. So if they were skinning them and then using some of the blood and they take the skin off, they're not like just the skin. Like you're getting some meat, you're getting some veins, you're getting tendons, you're getting all this stuff. So they're slapping people with these meats. <laughs> when they say messed up origins, this is pretty nasty. <laughs> so they're slapping people what with these the skins. Hell? And I'm sure blood is everywhere. All over the streets. All over the streets. And people's faces and people's clothes and people's bodies. Like, Little I'm, kids. I'm honored to be <laughs> smacked in the face by your sacrifice. By, for God lubricants. What the hell? <laughs> I think if we did that nowadays, we would just do that to get back at people. Like, that son of a mm. bitch still owes me $5. Yep. And the name of Lupricus. Wow. <laughs> oh, he only did it because of the holiday. Exactly. It's Valentine's Day. Jesus Get over it. <laughs> Big meaty men slapping meats. Big meaty men <laughs> slapping meats. Good old Biggie. <laughs> Shout out, Biggie. <laughs> I want big men with big chests. Slap. Bumping meats. <laughs> bumping meats. Slapping each other. Big meaty men slapping meats. Okay. I would want to be on the receiving end of, but apparently, as time went on, it became tradition for women hoping to have children to volunteer to be whacked. <laughs> I love the fact that they said these women often were the ones that wanted to be yeah. hit. Hit me. With these things. Hit me, baby. He's like, hey, that goat, <laughs> man, if I get hit by that goat, That's what it was about. I'm going to find love. That's what it was about. So... In sense, hitting a woman mm-hmm. is going to find her love. You know, that's a similar that's a similar thing that they do in, in one country. I cannot remember what country it is, but there's a country where the women, uh, like all the women who are now like aged to be married, they'll get in a circle, and then the men will whip them as like a sign of their like resilience and how bad they want to be married to oh any and they'll man. they'll show how much they can withstand yeah stuff that. like that that's so weird. hey tradition is bad hey this is weird all, it's, it's all it's, hey it's all weird buddy <laughs> we're all just living a life apparently <laughs> i think people back in these times were pretty nuts <laughs> not gonna lie like this ancient Rome and ancient yeah. history stuff, these guys were pretty damn crazy. Hey, you're the one going to the market for your meats. That's right, I am. <laughs> I am. They think that's crazy. You're riding around in that fancy Yeah, riding around in thing. Vehicles. We're over here slapping people with goats. You call us crazy? And you're in a a, a, a plane? A plane. <laughs> flying. <laughs> Blasphemy. Bearing easier. Just imagine if that belief was still commonly held to this day. Your first day of Lamaze class would feel like a hazing ritual. As you can see, though, Lupercal doesn't have a whole lot in common with the modern conception of Valentine's Day. <coughs> and if it did, I don't think it'd be considered a romantic holiday. By the way, did you notice it didn't even incorporate Cupid, the Roman god of love, or doves, which have somehow gone on to become Valentine's icons in modern times? Interesting, right? So tell me, how did we get from this to this? Capitalism. That, yeah, yeah. That's very interesting. That Cupid was not mm-hmm. mentioned at all. In not that. at all. Yep. So we got here by money. Money. They wanted to capitalize off you. Hey, hey, this is a holiday that we can have people spend money on. It's like yeah. Holidays like oh, oh, we can I can incorporate love. Yeah. We can say it's about love and good stuff like that. I'm, I'm, I'm getting my evil voice on with my my white cat and pet my white cat. We can say it's about love. 
You want to say it's about love? We can get so we can say it's about love. We can get some incorporation here. We can get some money. You want to get some of this money? We can get some of this money. We can give it to Walmart. We can give it to Kmart. We can give it to Target. We can give it to ourselves. You want some money? Let's, let's put let's put some 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 products on Amazon. You want people to buy some stuff on Amazon? I know I do. You want to buy it? Do you want to buy it? I don't want to buy it. They're gonna buy it. I'm at a loss of words. <laughs> I can't do it. That's capitalism. <laughs> In a nutshell, that's all of it. Damn it. <laughs> capitalism got me. Those fuckers. Well, some scholars say Christian influence, but while I'm no history expert, when it comes to physical evidence that supports their theory, there's about as much of that as there is evidence that I'm secretly Jojo Siwa. Now, you're not a Christian scholar or, a, uh, or, 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 or an intellectual. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's a... Uh, uh, Jojo Siwa. Uh, yeah, whatever that is. I don't even know who that is. I don't either. <laughs> he's going to show us Jojo Siwa. Is this a TikTok it's, thing? Uh, maybe. Probably. <laughs> Pro- probably. But I will say this. Anytime someone with no credentials doubts scholars, I'll go, take it easy, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but mean, I what will is say your this. field of work? Yeah, I know. I, I will say this. I think there's some religious influence whether oh, it be christian whether it be catholic whether it be whatever there's always there's always be a christian little influence. bit of influence yeah. somewhere i think it is mostly going to be consumerism but by all means yeah, yeah. But, but let's see what jojo says or not jojo i'm sorry <laughs> mr john solo uh, he, got, he got freaking the jojo name in my head <laughs> damn you siwa genuinely very excited about glasses i'm actually oh. so scared like i was saying i'm so happy right now <laughs> What do you mean you don't see it? What? (laughs) Okay. Appropriation. Here we go. One phenomenon that we've been discussing maybe a little too much lately is the Christianization of pagan holidays. For those who don't know, as Christianity began its domination of the planet, the official church would often absorb and repurpose any pagan traditions that it couldn't get its recently converted formerly pagan worshippers to give up. By doing this... That makes sense because if you wanted people, if you wanted to ease people into a religion that you practice, and they are coming from pagan holidays, you want to probably incorporate some of those pagan, you know, the rituals practices. And all that. Yeah. yeah. So then you can ha- kind of ease them into it, and not go, "Hey, everything that you used to believe, fuck it. It's yeah. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. no longer. Don't a thing. even think about it. Yeah. Let's and if you even fresh. think about it, we'll probably throw you to the wolves. Exactly. So kind of easing them in getting them getting them you know adjusted and then when they're comfortable you strike and then when they strike you for you strike and you slap them with animal meat slap them with goats <laughs> this they made Bloody it easier goats. for the heathens to ease into the new faith to a lot of them it didn't really matter if they were praising saturn celebrating the winter solstice or honoring the birth of some dude with wine flowing through his veins as long as they could spend the occasion making merry with friends and maxing out on good food they were content that's exactly how we ended up with Christmas being celebrated in December, despite Jesus most likely being born in the spring. The reason I'm explaining all this is because, big surprise, the leading theory about the creation of Valentine's Day basically follows the same track. The problem this time around is there's almost no evidence to support it. Don't get me wrong, the Christians do have a proven track record with this sort of thing. But you have to consider that with Christmas, we have physical Viking sagas written centuries ago that contain details about how Viking kings like Hakon carefully integrated pagan celebrations such as Yule into his new Christian belief system. Not- That's why I'm contributing a little bit more to... Uh, see, see, what he's saying is, this is what people are believing. People were believing that this is how they 
kind of got the holiday in general, but he's saying that's just thoughts of what scholars are believing, but there's not necessarily much evidence for it. But again, I think it makes sense. Because I think if we deduce from what we know about religions like Christianity back then and how people were converted, even sometimes violently in some areas, I think that would be a good way to kind of ease them into it. Yeah, no, no, I, I definitely agree. Um, yeah. I'm still stuck on the thing with Vikings and Christmas. I didn't know oh, anything about that. The, yeah, because like, there's some... There's some um, one of the biggest reasons we know Christmas is what it used to be is because there are cultures like Vikings who used to practice it in certain in in their own way. Yeah. So like Christmas has a ton of different origins. Like Christmas comes from so many different excuse me cultures and areas and regions and things like that and they all celebrated a certain type of what we might see as Christmas in their own way. And a lot of those things culminated to some of what we know about Christmas. Yeah, today. so that's weird. Yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of holidays have so many different origins and so many different practices and so many different cultures. It's 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 really something. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, but after that transition occurred, Christmas resembled Yuletide more than it did its original form. There was now feasting, drinking, socializing, and gift giving instead of the much less enjoyable Christian activities of fasting and praying. But when it comes to Lupercalia, St. Valentine's Day didn't take on any of those practices, which really shouldn't shock you after hearing what the festivities entailed. So, if the ritual parts of the holidays have nothing to do with each other, why do people think they're connected? Well, to start, there's the fact that early Christianity did do the exact thing it's being accused of here, appropriating cultural customs for its own gain, multiple times to multiple kinds of people. And while we haven't been able to pin down the specific year the final Lupercalia celebration took place, we know the party ended around the 5th century of the current era. Roughly around the same time that Pope Galatius I announced that St. Valentine's Day would be on February 14th, the day before Lupercalia. To make it even more suspect, Galatius was very well known for his hatred of Lupercalia and pagans. He may have even hated them more than Anakin hated Sam. I don't like Sam. People. Sand people. <laughs> that is pretty much all the evidence this theory has, though. There are no letters, journal entries, hidden scrolls, nothing to indicate that Galatius' placement of St. Valentine's Day so close to Lupercalia was a strategic move meant to phase out the pagan holiday. Now I also want to say something about theories, because I think a lot of times people get theories and hypothesis mixed up. Uh-huh. Because the scientific process is you make an observation then you have an hypothesis, then you study that hypothesis, and then once you study that hypothesis, it gets peer-reviewed and it gets studied some more to make sure that you know what you're talking about, and then it makes it to a theory. The theory is the last, most concrete part of the scientific method. A theory is not just a guess. A theory is a proven method. So when people say, oh, that's just a theory, it's like, yeah, that's the best part of the scientific process I think, I <laughs> that's think where it gets to a theory i think because <laughs> when you think theory i think people are always like oh that's just what is said or what is yeah uh what they found out so far you know not the actual answer right so but with that being said also scientific science here's the thing about science it's science science is supposed to be wrong in a lot of ways because that's how we learn so if you have a scientific method, if, you, if you've taken the scientific method and you've gotten to a theory, what happens is someone goes, oh, 
actually here's the right thing to do or here's the wrong here's what's wrong with this here's what's wrong with this they do the whole method over again and they come up with their own theory and then we go oh now we have more of an understanding because science is not supposed to give you the answer it's supposed to give you the closest thing possible we can get to an answer and we're supposed to build off of that so what we knew about dinosaurs before has been on top there's on top of that then it's on top of that there's more on top of that there's more on top of that we used to think dinosaurs were just like fumbling bumbling lizards who used to walk on two feet straight upright (laughs) which which we know now if dinosaurs used to walk like that their backs would be broken (laughs) they they, yeah they were more horizontal they were closer to the ground they were more like birds could you imagine like that long sucker yeah this this just standing straight up if his neck was straight up his spine would shatter Probably. So so we did more studies, we did more hypothesis, we did more observations, we did more things to get to a theory to where we know that this is correct or this is correct or this is correct. Now, it doesn't mean that it's correct forever and always. No. It just means that's what we have right now and we can build on top of it. So the theory is the best we can get until another theory happens. So with that being said, what do we have now? It started out as slapping people with dead animals. Slapping people with meats. Praising or sacrificing it towards the god Lupercus. Lupercus. Mm-hmm. And now there's a guy that doesn't like Lupercus or the other person. Right. And he is um, on the. Or whatever. Yeah. He was the person who actually hated the pagans and their rituals. And he was like, okay, well, Valentine's Day, this practice is actually going to be started before the actual quote unquote Valentine's Day. So. It was an appropriation to have the holiday actually before the day it was actually supposed to be on because of his spite for the pagans. So, and this is what he's saying is the theory that we currently have is just not a lot of historical records that support that, which makes sense because that happens. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think that it's not something that people are really looking into. Yeah. It's a holiday. Exactly. And a lot of people don't necessarily want to know that when they get their girlfriend uh, chocolates and a bear, yeah. what people were really were doing were slapping meats. Slapping meats. <laughs> Big, meaty men. What, what men should actually go do is get a goat slaughter and slap your girlfriend with the yeah, meat of the love. goat. And Oh, and dab some, on your, dab some blood with on your head at first and laugh historic, hysterically. With a sword. With a sword. Go, ha, ha, ha. What the hell? Go that exactly. Go, <laughs> I think if I heard that in the middle of the night, I'd probably shit myself. <laughs> it won't be in the middle of the night. It'll be on Valentine's okay. Day. And you'll, you'll do it to Kayla. Dip some blood. Get a goat. Slaughter the goat. Get a sword. <laughs> or a knife, even. would have to be specific. Just something sharp. Get a okay. butter knife, even. Okay. Dip it in the blood. Tap your head and, and look at her and go... <laughs> <laughs> and she'll fall in love forever. But test this theory. Test that, t- and test that I, hypothesis. And if I, oh, sorry, <laughs> test that hypothesis. And if I get kicked out, I'm coming straight here. That's fine. And I'm kicking your ass. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'll be like, what? It worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask those ladies. Right. I'm going to ask them. How'd that work? Well, Derek did that that one day. How'd that work for you? Yeah, that's how I have the parties like, I have now. I don't now. know. It's I don't, I don't I, stay with them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I dumped him that day. I made sure I dated all of my partners <laughs> on Valentine's Day so I could test it and I can go, yeah. And that's how I, you know, that's how I have oh, all these loves. Oh, I can't wait to hear about this. <laughs> I'm going to see you next weekend. It's going to be like, hey, go. Yeah. Oh, hey, Derek. How'd your Valentine's Day go? Well, I laughed hysterically with blood on my forehead. Yeah. Yeah, what happened? None of them will talk to me anymore. (laughs) 
<laughs> they want me to get committed. Like, oh, so what's happening? I'm going oh. to a sane asylum. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to Bellevue. Yeah, um, <laughs> I have an appointment even. Yeah, I don't know if we can do this podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they told me I'm a danger to others and myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Now, it's totally possible that written evidence did exist at one point and has just been lost to the sands of time. After all, it's been about 1,600 years. But that, combined with the holidays having nothing to do with each other ritualistically, is reason enough for me to not bet all my chips on this one. St. Valentine, here we go. So if Valentine's Day wasn't created to replace Lupercalia, that means it really was to honor St. Valentine. Who the hell is that? Well, you're gonna hate this, but Who the hell we is don't that? know for sure. Because as I mentioned, record keeping back then was not the greatest, and there were a ton of Christian martyrs named Valentinus whose stories were likely exaggerated. The earliest one that we found was killed in Africa along with 24 soldiers. We don't know virtually anything about him or how he died, but if I were to guess, he was probably there to convert people who didn't want to be converted. Another candidate is a Roman they usually priest named Valentinus murdered. whose story was printed in the Acta. Granted, the act has been criticized by scholars about its historical value, but it tells us that Valentinus was arrested during the reign of Emperor Gothicus and put into the custody of an aristocrat named Asterius. Supposedly, Asterius made a big mistake in letting Valentinus talk and was ultimately coerced to give Christianity a shot, but only if the priest could cure his daughter's blindness. Well, guess what? That's exactly what he did. He put his hand over the blind girl's eyes, said some words about Jesus, and boom, she was cured. So Asterius' family agreed to be baptized. It didn't take long for Emperor Gothicus to find out about this betrayal, though, and when he did, he had the whole family executed, with Valentinus specifically getting beheaded. So Pope Glacius created the holiday on the suspected day of his death, February 14th, in honor of his sacrifice. So here's another rewriting. So we have a history of someone else who started the day beforehand. Now we have so so more so this is what happens a lot of times when it comes to practices and, and rituals in general. So you have someone who starts a, a holiday or a ritual of some sort. That culture either dies out or evolves. You have a new level of people who celebrate some of some something they celebrated beforehand, just not quite the same because a lot of that was either unknown or wasn't written down. Yeah. Then you have another culture that comes after that who says, "Okay, well, this is what it's supposed to be, and I don't like these people, so I'm actually going to do it on the day before, and I'm going to change the whole situation completely and the whole thing." And mm-hmm. then some more history happens to where it's like. Uh, you know, that whole practice is completely either wiped out or just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. So it, it, this is like a history of before we like to, till we get to like this point of what Valentine's Day is. This is a history of the entire practice evolved based or, or, or within Valentine's Day itself. Now, this guy supposedly mm-hmm. the, the day of his death was February 14th. Yeah. And his sacrifice was what exactly? What do you mean? Why did he die? What what did he get killed for? Oh, he got killed because he found out about the betrayal of the whole guy blinding the or curing the blind woman. Oh, yeah, okay. and he got his name was like Saint Valentine, and he got beheaded along with like his entire family, basically. So nothing about him being a loving person or anything like that. Nah, but Man. again, Saint Valentine's Day, and it gets like evol- it evolve it turns into something completely different. Well, you know what it, you know what it seems like so far mm-hmm. is it's like. What's that game? Telephone? Telephone, yeah. That's, it, that's yeah. what it's doing. It's basically cultural telephone. It's cultural <laughs> telephone, exactly. <Yeah. laughs> this is 
It's just it's the funny. third and final candidate for the true namesake of Valentine's Day was another priest named Valentinus whose story is almost identical to the previous one. Only instead of healing his captor's daughter, it was his son. And instead of taking place in Rome, it happened in Terni, a city in central Italy. Chances are though, this Valentinus was actually the same as the last one, and each city just had their own version of his story. Telephone. Like I said, we don't even know for sure if any of these Valentinus characters actually existed in real life. Pope Galatius obviously had someone in mind when he established the holiday, but due to the church's poor record keeping back in the 5th century, we'll never know for sure who the man being honored was or what he did to deserve it. What we can say for certain though is that whichever Valentinus it was, his holiday being a romantic one has nothing to do with him. You may have heard that our hero was honored for risking his life to conduct Christian marriage rituals or that Valentine's Day cards are originated from him passing notes between Christian lovers jailed by Emperor Gothicus, but those are completely unsubstantiated claims that have no basis in history. Like Damn, a lot I of the folklore theories we deal with on this channel, these claims just happened to find their way online and were circulated by journalists who were desperate for something topical to write about and didn't have the time to pursue every single lead to its origin point. No, believe it or not, but the romance element of Valentine's Day didn't come from the man himself, but instead is believed uh, to have been introduced a this, whole 1,000 years this after was the what I was know. established. Yeah. This is it right here. So this is uh, romance. Romance. And the romantic history, I guess? Get your better white voice. We gotta get your better. Oh, I'm gonna use my capitalist voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna talk about yeah. romance. We're gonna get, yeah. we're gonna get some romance on, on Amazon. You wanna get some romance on Amazon? Oh, you wanna yeah. get into Walmart? You wanna get in Target? What oh, you wanna do? I wanna get the candies. Let's get the candies. And I, I, get wanna, the candies. I want the candies. I want chocolate. Oh my god. And get some, get some flowers. Oh my god. Oh, and then we'll get some fancy jewelry. Oh my god. And it'll make everybody happy. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> If you're looking to blame somebody for you spending every Valentine's Day alone and miserable while your friends, classmates, and co-workers are treated to dinner dates, flowers, and cans of crush, look no further than Geoffrey Chaucer. Because before his poem, crush. Parliament of Fowls, was published in 1382, there's no indication that the holiday had anything to do with romance. But this guy just had to go and notice that birds tend to do their mating around February 14th every year. <laughs> for this was on St. Valentine's Day, when every fowl comes there, his mate to take of every species that men know I say, and then so huge a crowd did they make, that earth and sea and tree and every lake was so full that there was scarcely space for me to stand, so full was all the place. And once again, birds have given us... <laughs> God dang it. Has, ...have given us life. <laughs> birds are the freaking source of everything. Yeah, your, your whole thing with birds is ridiculous. Hey man, they 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 have they they've there there's so many holidays in their history. Their damn and, and historical significance yes. pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bird. We have yeah. to look to the sky to understand us. where we're going we as must, a human species. We must honor the birds. We must honor the birds. They 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 stayed here. It's the second door. They stayed here when everything else died off, and they're gonna be here after we're all gone again. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking birds. 
after this poem began circulating, nature-minded European nobility started sending love notes during bird mating season. Still though, the traditions that we've grown accustomed to, like gift exchanging, romantic dinners, and kinky bedroom activities, like strip duel monsters, nice. weren't widespread what? among the common folk. Yeah. I think that layman people back then were more focused on making sure their family had food and shelter, while the idea of dedicating an entire day to romance was a luxury that most couldn't afford. The we gotta get those cards. Strip Duel Monsters! We gotta get Strip, strip Duel Monsters. <laughs> We're investing. We're gonna invest in those cards. Yeah. Strip Sponsor Duel Monsters, strip baby. Duel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's say. Strip Duel Monsters, baby. It's time to duel! We gotta get some Strip Duel we'll go, Monsters. You know, we're gonna get some Strip Monsters cards. Yeah. We're gonna put them in every Tiger even Walmart, every oh, Kmart. Yeah. You wanna get it? Oh, what a turn to Randy Savage. Oh yeah. The next published reference to Valentine's Day occurs a few centuries later in Shakespeare's Hamlet, published in the 1600s. In scene 5 of Act 4, Hamlet's potential wife Ophelia sings a song. Tomorrow is St. Valentine's Day, all in the morning, bedtime. I was hoping and I he was have made sing it your window us. to be your Valentine. Then up he rose and donned his clothes and duped the chamber door, let in the maid that out a maid never departed more. Rough translation, when the girl showed up at the guy's window, he invited her inside, and they did what lovers do. Played strip duel monsters. <laughs> According to Jacqueline Simpson from the Folklore Society, this song stems from a commonly held belief back then that the first woman a man sees on the morning of Valentine's Day is his true love. Oh, this belief dude. is then substantiated in the diary of Samuel The The women that some of those guys would get. Oh, man. Can you imagine, like, the just, even, I mean, think if we did that these days. Mm-hmm. I'd be walking around blind until I absolutely knew for sure. <laughs> and then you got guys that think it's funny, and they'd be like, yeah, get this on TikTok. Right, yeah. Hey, man, open your eyes. This girl's beautiful. <laughs> oh, man, you've been, you've been my friend for 13 years. Thank you so much. I'm yeah. so glad you found my wife to spend my the rest of my life with. I'm just going to see her and... What the hell is that? <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I some people, I swear... Just imagine these practices these days. I'm telling you, it yeah. would be a TikTok thing. Honestly, the world would be better for it. You think so? <laughs> no, oh, damn. I'm messing with you. <laughs> no, it, 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 it would be... Um, wow. I think, I think divorce rates would be even higher. Probably. I think so, honestly. Yeah, because they're, they're over 50% now. Is it really? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> That's why, that's why a lot of people just aren't even really doing it. They're and, just saying, okay, well, I'm married to you, yeah. just not on paper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what's crazy is, I, I've touched on this before, I don't know what the episode was, but there's always a radio station that ends up saying, give us your craziest, uh, give us your craziest story, like love story or mm -hmm. The biggest reason why you want to divorce that person, and we'll pay for it for you. Wow. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that there's. I I, I feel like there's always gonna be a uh, a market for just just stories like that in general, and there's always gonna be kind of like that whole. I I remember too, even growing up, they had there was like Smiley in the morning, um, and what they would do is on Valentine's Day or right before Valentine's Day. They would have people call in and talk about like your your craziest like breakup story or yeah. your craziest date you've ever been on or like um, am I the asshole for filling the blank and it would be like relationship related yeah so stuff like that so yeah it's it's and it, it, like it's like you've said it is very consumer based consumer based related yeah topics mm -hmm. 
And uh, I mean, shoot, even the one that I said, hey, you know, we're going to so many people could call in for a free divorce. Like, you know, whatever it is, $10,000 to file for divorce or whatever. I mean, oh, yeah, the radio station is going to pay for it. Why not even try? Exactly. You know, exactly. And and then people start looking in. Well, how much does it cost to do that? Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's, it's all money, 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 oh, yeah. money, all the way. Oh yeah, it, it, it's it's almost an astronomical price to get divorced. Like I think that's why some people will just like separate, but they won't actually even go to the courts and go through that system because yeah. it's so expensive. Oh yeah, it's expensive just to divorce. Yeah, and they'll, <laughs> and I think they don't even cha- they still won't even change the last name or anything. Yeah. It'll They'll just say, be oh, that. I go by this mm-hmm. oh, on your driver's license, then you have you're to put, still married. Yeah, because then you have to put money on that, too, of just changing yep. the, your name. Yeah. Because, again, it go, goes through the divorce. So it's like, it's a process. It's a process, man. It's, ugh. <laughs> Puppis, a high-ranking official in England's Navy who lived throughout the 17th century. He discusses practices like feasting, flirting with your valentine, giving gifts of embroidered gloves or silk stockings to your lady. And he even mentions that on Valentine's morning, his wife walked around the house with her hands over her eyes to avoid seeing the workmen who were there and risk one of them becoming her true love. People were so dumb back then, weren't they? And I mean that in the most endearing way possible. I don't. They're not alive. <laughs> Merchandising. Here we go. We're about to get into capitalism, baby. Merchandising. Here it is. To ease into mainstream culture by the 1600s, as is evidenced by Shakespeare and Samuel Pepys. And it didn't take long for opportunists to start using this holiday to make money. And the Industrial Revolution played a key role in that. Because up until the mid-1800s, it was still common for Valentine letters to be handmade. But thanks to technology allowing them to be mass-produced, Pre-made cards were much easier for the everyman to get a hold of and decorated much more elaborately than was possible by hand. That accessibility did cause some trouble though. People would often use the occasion to send anonymous Valentine cards containing nasty insults and offensive imagery to their enemies. In fact, by the 1890s, the tradition of giving Valentine cards had almost completely died out over in England and it's theorized that this behavior is the reason. Over in America though, cards were still as popular as ever. They originally made their way over here 1847. The holiday itself was being celebrated nationwide before the 1950s, and by 1913, only two decades after they had died out across the pond, the world-famous Hallmark began mass-producing valentines in Kansas City, Missouri. Now, the commercial component did take a dip in popularity during World War II, but the story goes that after the war was over, mass production of Valentine's Day goodies was put into overdrive. That makes sense. Uh, That's how you got the baby boom after mm-hmm. the war oh yeah um and like peak like soldiers coming back and they get busy and then they get even more busy because like come valentine's day it's like ooh, now i get candy yep. cards yep. i'm back from the war yeah i got my baby with me everything's good and then it's time to make another child another it's child. time to make another child it's time to have twins it's time to have twins and we could put those twins that work at the in target in the kmart yeah, yeah. in the walmart we're gonna get some merchandising <laughs> off of them put that baby on amazon <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm stuck on though with this thing? What's that? Is the the readily available cards? Mm-hmm. I I love that idea of sending them to your enemies because the first thing that came into my head was dick pic. Roses are red, <laughs> violets are blue. But there's one thing, Joe. Fuck you! <laughs> Thanks for letting your dog shit on my yard or something like that. You know, to your mortal enemy. Can you imagine just writing that out? It's just like just a handwritten just rant <laughs> that, that you that you took time to stamp and mail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got the card. 
<laughs> wrote it out, stamped it, and mailed it. And that you were angry that entire time. <laughs> I would love, I would love to be like mm-hmm. the guy that's doing this, like to my neighbor or something like that. Which yeah. I still don't know who my neighbors are, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, if I had beef with my neighbors way back then, you know, when the whatever era we're in, <laughs> and be like, okay, here's the son. Hey, little buddy, give this to your dad and tell him Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, okay, yeah. And little Timmy comes in. <laughs> he's like, Timmy, it's always hey, little dad. Timmy. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. And he's like, oh, <laughs> Timmy, you got me a card. That's so sweet. Yeah, read it. Guess what it says. And then you get in there and it's the poem. And then he's like, what? <laughs> this is from Mark? <laughs> what the hell, Mark? This is from Mark. <laughs> and then he goes outside and he goes, hey, <laughs> fuck you, Mark. <laughs> and Mark turns around and goes, fuck you, Joe. Right. And you a see, duel at high noon, or something yeah, right? Like that. He takes, he, he takes his, uh, his his glove and he slaps you across slaps the face. Him, yeah, <laughs> I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> Ten paces. Ten paces. <laughs> Little be known, every pace I'm walking right behind you, right. and you get turned around and wow! <laughs> Consequences. Consequences. <laughs> Sending cards was once again popular over in the UK, and from there on, the tradition continued to grow, evolve, and make its way into other cultures who created traditions of their own. That'd be pretty fascinating to talk about too, but I think I've kept you here long enough. Now I want to know, what are your thoughts on the origins of Valentine's Day? How does it feel to learn that it has nothing to do with Lupercalia and that we really don't know who St. Valentine even was? Let me know in a comment down below where I'll be engaging in the conversation. That's, that's very interesting. But yeah, again, it's like you said, it was cu- it's cultural it's, telephone. It, it really is. Yeah. I mean, you know, first we thought it was, I wish I didn't even know who Lupercalia was. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I didn't even know there was a St. Valentine. There were many. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and we don't know who the St. Valentine who, was, if yeah, there even was one. Which one? Or like he said, the earliest one that we knew was in Africa and yeah. ended up dying out there, you know, trying to convert, convert people, people to, you know, this religion or mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, in and in, in none of that yeah. did it ever say... Well, I guess towards the very end, like in the, what do you say, 1800s, 1900s or whatever, mm-hmm. that it turned into a market yeah, where you started buying things for people and, you know, this and that, mm-hmm. you know, and, the, and even at a point where there was, hey, let me cover my eyes so that once I meet the man of my dreams, I'll look at him in the morning. Yeah. And only, oh, it's like, I only want to fall in love him. with that man. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I look at anybody else, there's a possibility I could fall in love with them. <laughs> I just think the dude. I'm telling you, the match. That's like early days Tinder, like matchmaking back then. It's like you don't swipe left. You just you, don't even look you, at you them. Just, you look down and you look at their feet or something you like. You're like, nope, no, nope. If we're judging by feet, you're gonna be in trouble. <laughs> I mean, do you imagine some of the matches? Like, think of like uh, a princess. And she's like, oh, I'm going to see the first guy, you know, my one true love. And she ends up getting like this nasty, rotten, like Boston mechanic, you know, that's just <laughs> the grease monkey. Right. And he's like, yeah, uh, smoking this little tiny cigar. And he's like, yeah, yeah baby. Yeah, with some chaw uh, Me and you are going to be something great. <laughs> she's like, oh, my true love. You know, <laughs> just the mismatches back then. You're like. Wait, that's what she does, and that's what he does. That's well, right. I, I, I guess they're married. Yep. So feels I, good. It, it sounds good to just, me. I think we should go back to it. Oh, <laughs> God. 
I think we should just go back to slapping people with animals. Slapping people with meats. Big meaty men slapping meats. Big meaty men. But I think it, 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 it's just that funny thing of like, I think what happened was after all of these cultures have passed on Valentine's Day, you know, obviously not Valentine's Day, but they had like their, their rituals of what they did. Then jumped to another culture had rituals. Another culture had rituals. Then it seemed like after a little bit, actually kind of died out. Yeah. And then I think what happened was a culture came into where oh, there's writings about this, or there's a celebration that is being held over here. Maybe we could do something like that. And then it and then it slowly seeps it seeps into like mainstream culture to where it's now a thing. And now it's like ooh. People making cards. Yeah. We can mass produce these cards. Yeah. If well, we mass produce these cards, we and, get money for making those cards. And not only that, but he said that the journalists yeah. were the ones that it seemed like they needed something to write about. Yeah, kind of perpetuated and, a little and bit. And somebody wrote about it, and let's say the New York Times was the biggest <laughs> newspaper out there. Freaking, you know, uh, they did it again. Early Fake days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> early days of the New York Times, and they were like, oh, we that's what we do during Valentine's Day. We have to buy certain things or... Uh, or like you said, the baby boom and all that. Oh, yeah. they just came back. Uh, let's glamorize this holiday mm-hmm. let's and some more say, hey, cash pumping into once, the economy. Exactly. Here. Once you guys come back, that's the new holiday. Yeah. Hey, you got to start buying stuff on that holiday for your partner. Absolutely. You know, you just came back. Show them you appreciate them on that day. Mm-hmm. And cultural, cultural telephone too. Cultural telephone. And then what happens? You know, you get like. You know, people, you know, uh, teddy bears and flowers and chocolates, and it just, just keeps it keeps building the, on itself. And it's funny because it's all the things that, like, they don't last. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Kayla, she's always been like, do not buy me flowers ever. Mm. They don't last. Yeah. Now, I know they've got those fake ones that you can get, and you're like, this will last as long as I'll love you, blah, blah, Aww. blah. You know, that bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <you> know, yeah. <laughs> but... I mean, flowers go bad, chocolates go bad, teddy bears or get eaten, get dirty, <laughs> or people yeah. don't care about them after a while. I mean, it's it's all buy it here and now, make yeah. you look good for a month, yeah. and then they forget about it. Yeah, yep. It's it's all it is now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the Itchy Sweater Podcast. Remember to like, share, subscribe, rate, follow. Don't do any of that to John Solo. Yeah, Make sure you no, do all of that to us. Not John Solo. <laughs> if anything, go to the only other person we'll mention in this podcast. <laughs> oh, Who is God, it, Kyle? Dead air. Who is it? Dead air. Who is it, Kyle? Dead air. Kyle, tell me. Oh, Liquid Death? Liquid Death. <laughs> Okay, how, did, try. how could you forget let our me, fake sponsor? Future Derek, <laughs> let me try this again so you can cut all that shit out. God I'm keeping damn. it in. <laughs> if, any, if you're going to follow anybody, don't follow John Solo. Yeah. Follow Liquid Death. Follow Liquid Death. Follow the Itchy Sweater. Tell him to sponsor us. <laughs> and podcast. <laughs> I just wanted to give a random hand clap. Podcast. Podcaster. <laughs>